0: I find it disconcerting there will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapture even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a little game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story.
1: Lives, 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 yeah. There are so many sides to the story, and today, no question about it, we're waiting for a big story to drop, so let's get Tom Korsky, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter, onto the uh, playing field. And uh, Tom, um... I thought maybe you'd get stuck in lockup. You're not doing the old uh, pre-David uh, Johnston lockup. Uh,
0: no, I would incre- like to be surprised. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> well, what do you think? Are you putting money on what's going on? Because Bob Fife was saying over the weekend he's not so sure he's going to go with an inquiry, even though even though it's quite obvious one's needed. And I'm not sure if you've read Aaron Tools' piece from last night that kind of blows everything out of the water, saying, "Yeah, the rapporteur didn't really take any of my information down because the report was already done by the time he interviewed me."
0: There has to be an inquiry, and it's embarrassing that we're waiting for an 82-year-old man to shuffle in and and tell us what he thinks about election fraud and what he thinks about allegations of really very serious misconduct in the 2019-2021 votes. It's sort of embarrassing. It doesn't really matter what he comes out and says, Alex, I'm quite serious when I say that. Parliament is so far ahead of this. The reason, only out of politeness, frankly, (laughs) has has Parliament sat around and wait for Grandpa to come in with his slippers and pipe and tell us what he thinks about the integrity of our national elections in a G7 country. MPs have made it absolutely clear. They voted on it. They want a public Mm -hmm. inquiry and they want to pick the judge. No monkey business.
1: And if he doesn't say an inquiry, it'll be all left up to Jugmeet Singh, and I guess we'll uh, figure out uh, how, you know, um, principled he is in this uh, little deal he's got with the Liberals. So th- there is no other choice. You know, he either comes out and says there's there has to be an inquiry, uh, but again, he, he doesn't have to do it, and we know that. The other thing is because you guys got a bunch of stuff. There's so many things that need to be looked at, and again, I don't know why this guy is still where he is. But Liberal appointed Senator Yun Pao Wu, like. He's going on railing against a foreign agent's registry. Why is this guy in our Senate? Like, why is he not gone, you know, home? Like, why isn't he getting his walking papers?
0: Because some apologists know what time it is, and some of them don't, Alex. I agree. It's striking and sad. This is a man who wrote a a commentary that was published in Policy Options magazine. It's for people like him to read articles that no one else reads but him. You know what's striking about the article? And it's, it's the same old saw... Look out anti-Asian racism. How mm-hmm. dare we think about the, what about the children? You know what's striking about this? It was published after a Chinese, air quotes, I'm using air quotes, a Chinese diplomat was kicked out of the country for intimidating an MP. It was published after a member of parliament, MP Chong, testified. He was subjected to threats so credible He called his local police. Are you kidding me? I get the idea you could stand next to Senator Wu with a whip and a chair, and he would not say boo when it comes to Chinese interference. You have people testifying under oath. I had to call the police. They were after my family. I agree with you. He's doing his job as he sees it. And who is he? Senator Wu is an enthusiastic speaker at the Canada-China Friendship Society. We don't have to say much more.
1: Yeah, and he says a lot. He's always quipping, and it's always on the wrong side. And then we get into this whole issue, like when it comes to diplomats, because we have a – I thought there was 146. There's 179 in this country, but we have more than any other country – why are we so uh, rife with Chinese diplomats? Like, I don't understand. I, mean, I know it's done by population, but we have, like, w- way more than the United States.
0: Oh, no. They, they, there's more Chinese diplomats in Canada than there are diplomats from India. Well, yeah. they have a lot of people there, too. There's more than Germany, more than France. My favorite stat, though, <laughs> Chinese did not even have a consulate in Montreal as late as 2010. That's interesting, isn't it? They, they didn't I even. Mean, why, why would you? Well, yeah. now they have they have the biggest consulate of any foreign country in Quebec, bigger than France. Isn't that fascinating? Now, what would be drawing them to Quebec? I wonder. Is it the pristine woods, the maple leaf, uh, maple syrup? Perhaps. What would make you want to assign more quote air quotes diplomats to Quebec than the government of France? Could it be? And I'm just throwing out crazy ideas. Could it be institutions like the Trudeau Foundation? Mm. Well, only David John little Davy Johnson's not going to answer that question. That's why you need an independent public inquiry.
1: Yeah. And speaking of um, Quebec, I mean, they have uh, had their own issues, a number of police stations. Uh, they've got all these issues. That was where the, the, the famous payment uh, to the Trudeau Foundation was kind of uh, put together out of this association. It just happens to be in the prime minister's own riding. And uh yeah, but again, I don't think this will come up, but it certainly begs the question that I'm sure we can get rid of a few, and we should get rid of a few, but that will only happen if we get a change of government. You know that. Uh,
0: uh, well, <laughs> there's a lot we don't know. You know what striking oh, Yes. You? is how yeah. much we do know. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if, if we don't even have to be conspiracy-minded and say, oh, you're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. We know a lot already. We know there was a diplomat running out of the Toronto Consulate who was do- strong-arming MPs. We know that. That's why he's not here anymore. We know that all of a sudden, China became keenly interested in Quebec public affairs. You're right. The, the, the company... Well, appears to be a shell company that filtered the $140,000 donation to the Trudeau Foundation. You're absolutely right, Alex. It was a post office box on Lakeshore Road in Dorval. Well, that worked out nicely. We know that. We know MP Chong called the police. We know that there's interference left and right. And we know that guys, longtime apologists who are stuck with the old script, like Senator Wu, can't get off it. And so there's this mythology that they can mm. bluster and talk their way out of this and, and become indignant. I think there, I think the sands have run out.
1: Well, we will uh, find out, no question about it. And the uh, the the um, sands of the hourglass will churn uh, through at twelve o'clock. And I guess we'll find out what we're talking about tomorrow. I uh, there's a couple of other things I wanted to dig into. I don't have a ton of time. Uh, I do find it fascinating though that we've got uh, uh, David Lametti now saying they're changing federal laws to allow postal inspectors to open letters in case they're uh, suspicious of drugs in them. I mean, yeah. honestly, now they're just going to open their
0: mail. Just open the mail. At- Attorney G- uh, General Lometti said that, that in Senate committee, he thought it was a neat idea. Have mm. uh, postal inspectors currently not open- We also
1: wanted tanks in Ottawa for the uh, emergencies Act. So there was that idea, too. He go- got exactly.
0: goes back uh, goes back 200 years. Uh, <laughs> goes back to the days of the Royal Mail. No kidding. Postal hmm. inspectors can open a package, can't open a letter. And Lametti said, "Geez, you know, this, I, I'm, I'm going to look at that. It could, be, there could be some. Probably not the right attorney general, too. Yeah, the, the the emergency measures guy. Probably not the man to, to, yeah. to change privacy laws when it comes to the mail."
1: Well, I mean, we'll wait and see on that. But they seem to build enough loopholes into them to get out of uh, of trouble on them. Uh well we'll see. Look, there's a ton of stuff that you guys um you guys dug into. We'll uh, be chatting again on Thursday, but again, all this Chinese interference takes up so much of the uh the uh, clock these days, but we'll uh, wait and see. Thanks, Tom.
0: <laughs> You're welcome, Alex.
1: There you go, Tom Korsky. They will be watching all of this uh, and more. They had a ton of stuff today that we didn't even get a chance to get to. A lot of stuff on Stephen Giebol, who, uh who is making no friends even in his own party.